1: or keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for The Warrior's Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. This
0: is pastor Callie. I've got my friend, sister, confidant, senior pastor, Pastor Cindy Mooring. Good morning. We're so happy to be with you today. We're going to... Uh, tape for our VPN radio, and um, we're also going to uh, prophesy at the end of the program over a bunch of names uh, that Pastor Cindy and I have taken, and we've prayed over, and we asked the Lord to give us a word, a word of encouragement, a scripture, or whatever the Lord would want to say. In some cases, it might be one word. If you actually signed on and you asked for a word and you didn't get one, we were only able to take about 60 names. So what I'd like for you to do is if your name is not called, just message me later. And then when we do this program again, I will make sure you're at the top of the list. Here's another thing that I'd like to encourage you is um, when the prophetic is flowing, God's spirit is moving and he's speaking, Many times I've been in services and I knew that that, I may have not been getting a personal word, but I knew that word was for me. And so I picked that word up by faith and received it and watched God move in my life. So I just really want to encourage you today as we get, Pastor Cindy's going to talk about worship and if uh, there's anybody that can preach about the subject and really give you insight, uh, she can. And then we're going to just minister as the Lord would lead. So we're going to start our BPN radio um, program right now. So if you'll just be patient. Thank you so much.
2: This is Pastor Callie Hargrave.
0: Welcome to BPN radio this morning. I'm so excited about what God is doing in the earth today. I'm also excited that I have my sister, my best friend, my pastor Cindy Mooring, Pastor Cindy Mooring here today to talk about uh, worship and what it means to be a worshiper. worshiper. Um, Um, Worship worship is not not just singing a song song on Sunday Sunday morning or putting in a worship tape, but it's a lifestyle. And I wanted Pastor Cindy to really just come in and give her heart when it comes to what she feels God has called us to do in the area of worship.
2: Awesome. I love you, sis. Love you and thank you for inviting me to be on today. Um, I hope everybody can hear me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn up the volume on my phone just in case. Um, I want to share something that somebody, uh, had written recently it and it's in, it's in regards to worship. Um, I'm going to share with you today what I feel like worship really is. And, uh, someone has noted that when we pray, we are preoccupied with our needs. When we praise and give thanks, we are preoccupied with our blessings. Wow. But when we worship, we are preoccupied only with God. That was written by a man named Eddie Hyatt. As one who loves to sing, I've been singing my entire life since I was a little bitty girl. I love music. I love how music opens the soul and creates an environment for us to encounter God. But worship in our Christian culture has turned into a song, and we have gotten to where we worship worship instead of worshiping God. And I love worship. I love worship songs, but worship is more than a song. It's more than lights on Sunday morning and cool smoke and a cool band. But worship, you've heard this said many times, worship is a lifestyle. It's how we live. It's how the first thought every day is of God. And how can I please you? And how can I walk before you today and surrender my life to you? Uh, worship, true worship, involves sacrifice. And unless it's got it's sacrifice attached to it in some form, it's not really true worship unto God. If you, uh, there's a law of first in the Bible, and if you look in Genesis 22, you see the first mention of worship was when Abraham took Isaac. Took Isaac his his promised child that he had been praying for for years and years and years, and years to the altar, and he said to it to his servants, he said, "You stay here at the mount, at the bottom of the mountain with the donkeys, and the lad and I are going to go over there, and we're going to worship." Yes. What do you mean by that? He meant that he was going to take his promise and he was going to sacrifice the most valuable thing in his life unto the Lord. So he takes his son, his promise, his promise he believed for, for years and years and years to the mountain. And there he was going to worship the Lord. And he believed in Hebrews, it says he believed that even god took him that he would raise him up he had such faith and love for god and he valued god even more than his own son his Uh own promise so So in real worship in true worship it it involves us sacrificing in some form or fashion also true worship led a little woman the bible called her a woman of ill repute she was a sinner woman she had saved a year's wages to put a alabaster box of perfume together. And she brought that alabaster box to Jesus and she broke it on him for his burial. And there were people standing there that day that were calling that waste. We could have given that money to the poor. But she, she had been forgiven much. And who much is forgiven? Then you, you begin to want to just pour out more and more love to God. And so here this woman, people were judging her because of her lifestyle. And here she's pouring out a year's wages of perfume on Jesus. And Jesus begins to rebuke them all. And he says, she's been kissing my feet. She's been anointing my head. And none of you have done anything. And here this woman's poured it all out on me. That, that anointing oil cost her something. It cost her a year's wages. It cost her even people talking about her and judging her for what she was doing. A lot of times people will not understand your worship. That's right. And so they've walked a mile in your shoes. They don't understand why you're so extravagant with your worship and your love for God. Because you've been through so much and God's forgiven you so much. You just can't love him enough. There was a period in our lives and mine, in my husband's life where I shared this recently in a um, a message that I preached. That we were worship leaders at a church here in Houston, Texas, Christian Tabernacle. And I absolutely love Christian Tabernacle to this day. I love brother and sister her and all they're doing there for the kingdom of God. We were, we were worshiping the Lord. And in the middle of a worship service, um, a guy comes up and whispers in my husband's ear that somebody has just repossessed our car. And, um, it was a pretty humiliating day that day, sister. I, I called you after church was over and said, we need a ride home. Our car just got towed off the church parking lot. And, uh, just a few hours later, we ended up getting two cars. And um, those two cars were a blessing. They drove, but they were kind of hoopty cars. One had a liner hanging in them. The other one had a window that was being held up by a piece of wood. And uh, it was a mess. But that's how we got back and forth to church. And I can remember the humiliation that I felt. Like, we're the worship leaders, you know, and we're going to have to drive these hoopty cars to church. And but you know what? I look back on, on that now and I, I, I actually just want to cry because I think about how God saw that and said, okay, they're not going to quit coming to church because they have poofty cars. Right. They're just going to get at on them and they're going to keep loving me. They're going to keep yes. leading worship and honoring me. See, worship is not worship until it costs you something. That particular time cost me my pride.
0: Yes. You know,
2: I was embarrassed to drive up in those hoopty cars. I was embarrassed to put my kids in those hoopty cars. But you know what? God saw that and he honored that. And in the midst of all that, I I grew in my faith. I grew in what worship really was. Worship isn't worship until it's it's costing you something spiritually. It's costing you something physically. It's costing you something emotionally. There's been times in my life where I haven't wanted to lift my head up off the pillow if I was so depressed or upset about something. But in the midst of that, I would get up and worship God. I would come to the house of the Lord. I would worship God. And in those times of worship, to me, those were the best times of worship. And I believe to God that's when that sweet smelling aroma comes up before him because it's costing me something. It's not something I necessarily feel, but it's something that I do because he loves me and he's worth it. He's so worth it. He's worthy to be praised regardless of what I'm going through. So today your worship really
0: matters to God. When David went to, to get a piece of land for God, And he went to this man about this land. And the man told him, uh, said, I'll give you the land. And um, David said, no, 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 you can't give me the land. No, I'm not going to give anything to God that doesn't cost me something. That's exactly right. And he was, he was laying down a principle that he had lived his life with. Everything he had done for God, when when he stood in front of Goliath, It cost him really everything. everything. This was the the ultimate test of of his his faith. faith. Uh, He was literally positioned to be a king, but it could have been a terrible fail. But because he trusted God and he was willing to sacrifice all the fear and and walk up there fearlessly and face the giant, uh, Uh, God God used him and promoted him. So anything that is true worship, Yes. And it's going to cost us something. And like Pastor Cindy just said, it's in those times that you don't feel like worshiping. That's exactly right. Something's happened. Right. In that case, you know, 25 years ago, it was cars being uh, repossessed. Maybe you lost a child or you've been through a job change or you've uh, felt uh, the sting of somebody, uh, a friend betray you. Uh, There's a million things that can happen that can cause us to say, okay, you know, I don't feel like worshiping, but it's in those times of worship right. that God begins to move
2: yes. and he
0: views it as a sacrifice of praise.
2: You know, I was listening to a young man recently lead worship and, and I could tell by listening to him saying that there was a real anointing on his life. And you know, to have an anointing, it costs you something. Yes. And I, I thought, I'm going to look up his story. Because this, for him to have this kind of anointing, he's been through something. Something's happened, right? Yeah, he's paid a price somewhere,
0: right?
2: And uh, and I began to read a story, and his family had lost their home when he was a young man uh, in a tornado. They lost everything. They lost all oh. their possessions. Um, There's just been one crisis after another in his family, and but this young man has chosen to continue to love God mm-hmm. and serve God and worship God, and in that commitment to God. Gods anointed him and said okay I can trust you. Yeah. I can trust you because you you've been faithful even in the good in the bad times. You've been faithful. So, and I I look at Job, you know, God, God restored everything Job had lost. He would not curse God. He would not speak against God. He lost his family. He lost his inheritance. He lost everything. But in the midst of that, he stayed faithful to the Lord and God restored a hundredfold everything that the enemy took from him. So I want to encourage you today that, uh, you just keep loving Jesus. You keep loving him. You keep serving him uh, in the midst of trouble. That's when your worship becomes the greatest sacrifice of praise unto God. Uh, even the disciples, you look at the disciples when the Lord called them. The Bible says in Matthew that, that Peter and Andrew immediately left their nets. Yes. They didn't wait and pray. Again and get a confirmation three uh, prophetic words but they just said okay god we're going to follow you jesus we're going to follow you and they immediately left their nets and followed the lord now what did that cost them that cost them their family that cost them their livelihood that 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 cost them something it was a sacrifice to immediately leave what they've been doing their entire life and follow the lord when the lord calls each and every one of us today he calls us he says i want you to take up your cross and I want you to follow me. And you taking up your cross and following the Lord will cost you something. And in that paying that price, that's what true worship is. It's nice. not just a cool worship set on Sunday morning no. and I'm looking cool in your skinny jeans. I wish it was just that. But it's so much more than that. So I want to encourage you today to keep loving Jesus. Even Jesus before he went to the cross, he paid the ultimate sacrifice. He gave his life. He laid down his life and he said, he said, we are to do as he does. And you, you read in the, in the new Testament, his prayer in the garden of Gethsemane, he says, nevertheless, Lord, not thy will, not my will, but thy will be done. So that's, that's how we live a life of true worship. Every day we get up and say, God, not my will today, but your will be done in my life. How do you want to use my life today? How can I bring glory and honor to your name and, and love you in a way that the world sees the love of God emanating and flowing through me. That's what we're called to do. And as we worship him and they see us worship him in the good times and in the bad times, they go, you know what? They've got something I want and I desire. And it creates a hunger and thirst in this world to walk in our shoes and live like we live. So I encourage you today. I know that some of you are probably going through a lot of stuff And uh, sometimes the enemy wants to try to steal your worship and your praise in the midst of adversity. But I want to encourage you to open up your mouth and begin to rejoice in the Lord and praise him and love him. Declare the word of the Lord over your circumstances today. Not what you see in the natural, but what you know by the spirit, because God is good. He's a good father. We live in a fallen world, and that means we're going to go through some stuff. that God's still good and we got to know that he's still good and we got to stand up and praise him and not quit do not quit in the midst of the battle. Fight the good fight of faith today and worship him in spirit and in truth. The, the truth is the, the word of God and in spirit is the worship and praise of, that's in your heart unto the Lord when you're feeling pressed down and the enemy's trying to tell you, no, it's, it's, it's over. You can't win this battle. Oh, yes, you can. The battle's already been won. Yes. He's already won the battle calvary so you get up and you praise him today and you love on him and you declare his promises pull out the prophetic words that have been spoken over your life and begin to declare those prophetic words out loud and it will encourage your spirit in the lord
0: worship is obedience yes worship is obedience to god's instruction to your life in your life worship is prayer Worship is songs of praise and worship. Worship is um, sacrifice. Worship is showing God's love. Worship is taking your neighbor a pie, or lifting them up in prayer, showing up a, at the hospital. That's exactly Are right. feeding the homeless, are sowing a seed into missions. Maybe when you want maybe you wanted to buy a new car and you bought. Took care of a hundred kids on a mission field. Worship is obedience to God. Worship is not um, a portion of my day. All my day. Worship is all my day. It is a lifestyle of worship and praise. I had the uh, opportunity to give Give my my testimony testimony on a podcast podcast with with Rachel last week called, um, it's a podcast that they're doing called Tell Me About Your Father. And Ray had done this podcast and um, she told a lot of our family's story and there was a real redemption thread through it. And she talked about the Lord. And so they invited me to come back and tell more of the story. And Pastor Cindy, I can't explain to you, um, you know, I've been in interviews before, and, but I prayed before I went on that interview and I asked the Lord. To help me to bring glory and worship to Him. Yes. To let the words that come out of my mouth be the words that He would have me give toward Him. And there was such an anointing. uh, There was a couple of times I literally broke under the anointing. I felt the anointing so strong. But I just began to tell the redemptive story. And it was bringing worship to the Lord. Yes, and yes. I told Rachel, when we got through, I said, oh we, God, made I said. we made Jesus famous today. Yeah. You know, yes. God wants, to, God use wants you, to use you. And he wants, and he you, wants you to be, you happy, be happy. And he wants you to step into you to your, step destiny. In your destiny. Yes. Yes, and he, he exactly. wants to use you to make Jesus, Jesus famous. Make That's it. And when we get that, and when we get that, and that really gets that in really our gets spirit. Good. Everything yes. we do becomes a sweet-smelling yes. savor to Him. So uh, there is something so powerful about saying, God, I just want my life to be a life of worship to you. And right. worship is obedience. Yes,
2: yes. We're going to take, take a few
0: minutes, and we're going to have a quick song. And so I'm going to let... Um, Juan, plug this in for VPN radio. We're so excited about what God is doing on VPN radio across the world. So, Juan, if you could do that, we'll be right back. He- Thank you so much for joining us today uh, on BPN Radio and Facebook Live. And I've got Pastor Cindy here, and she is really uh, ministering to us on what worship is, what it looks like, um, how it is a crucial um, part of everything that we do for Jesus. And I'm, I'm reminded about the children of Israel, and they're walking around the walls of Jericho and God said, "I want you to have a a trumpet in your hand." And He said, "I want you. You know, He puts He takes, takes them around that, around wall, that seven wall seven times, times, and then they blow that trumpet. Worship is the key to the walls coming down in your life. The walls of separation, the walls the enemy has built. the The, the breakthrough that you need will come through a life of worship. Yes. Fearless.
2: Yes, worship, Pastor Sandy. Yeah, yeah. Fearless, Fearless worship. worship. Can you talk to me more about that? Yeah, there's been a few times in our walk in the, with the Lord that more than a few actually. <laughs> <that> <laughs> the Lord's just wow. challenged us to just worship Him and not uh, look at what we were seeing in the natural and just to really Fearless fearlessly praise. praise Him. And uh, even the other day in prayer, I um, the Lord just said, "Get up and run. Just get up and wow. run." Wow. <laughs> And that's all I heard was run and clap your hands. And so I ran around this building as much as I could about the third or fourth time. I have, I lost some steam. I'm not as young as I used to be, but I just felt such a release of victory. And, um, like God was literally coming in and invading the enemy's territory and tearing down, uh, walls that had been brought up against us and trying to steal our faith and trying to cause fear And I just felt a release of that as I was praising him and rejoicing. And so sometimes sometimes, uh, the Lord will ask you to do things that doesn't look normal. To everybody else, it may even look crazy. But um, there's ways in praise that God's called us to praise him. Uh, Shouting for joy. hands, Dancing in the spirit. All of those things. uh, In the Old Testament, there are. Hebrew words for every one of them. And and when I first got saved, I didn't even understand what I was doing half the time right. because I didn't understand all those Hebrew words. But I'd want to clap my hands. Yes. I would want to lay prostrate on the floor and bow my face in the floor and didn't understand why I was feeling that. Yes. Uh, I looked up that word, bowing your face on the floor, and it's called, uh, let me find it here in my notes. i got it written down somewhere. Hang on, guys. Promiscuneo. Is that how you say it? I'm never good with these. These. Uh, here it is. Proscunio. It means to prostrate oneself, to adore, to kiss hands toward God or blow God kisses. A sister, uh, uh, Linda, in our church. You'll see her every now and then. Just take her hand like and this, blow, and God. blow God kisses. Yeah and uh, worship is an expression of intimacy. And so there was times in, and when I first got saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit, I would do these things. I would fall prostrate on the floor. I want to clap my hands or I want to dance in the spirit. And I didn't really understand what I was doing, but every one of those expressions of praise releases something in the atmosphere to bring victory and defeat against the enemy of your soul. So, I encourage you today, uh, you praise God and, and praise Him extravagantly, especially if you're yes. going through hell. Yes. yes, If you're fighting the enemy, you're fight the good fight of faith. Yes. And so you do that through praise. You do that through worship. You do that through surrendering yourself to Him in, in prayer and beginning to offer up that sacrifice of praise because it is a sacrifice when you're struggling. It is a sacrifice when you're getting up every morning yes. and you're fight, fighting against the enemy and He's lying to you. And the only way you defeat Him um, is through worship and through praise. So I encourage you today to get up and begin to praise the Lord or fall on your face and prostrate yourself before him. That word worship in Genesis 22, when it was mentioned the first time, the first mention of it, meant to prostrate yourself yes. before the Lord. And so you could just see Abraham just prostrating himself before God with his only Promise and say, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'm giving him to you. He was yours before he was ever mine, but I worship you with him. And because he was willing, God never intended to take Isaac. Yes. God already had the ram yes. in the thicket. He just wanted to see if Abraham's heart was willing, if Abraham's heart, Pastor Callie, was obedient mm. to what he was asking him he to do. He also
0: wanted Abraham to see how
2: much. He wanted to reveal to Abraham how much Abraham loved him. That's exactly right. He wanted to show Abraham Abraham's heart. Yes. That's why he said he tested him. He was testing him to show him who he really was. Many of the tests
0: we go through are nothing more than to show us our own hearts and our own faith and to give us the courage to go forward. That's exactly. You will never use your faith uh, on the mountaintop. No. You're going to use your faith in the valley. That's exactly right. You're going to use your faith when you're facing a Goliath. You're going to use your faith when you're standing over a sick child. That's right. You're going to use your faith when your marriage is in trouble. Right. You're going to use your faith when a family member has hit some sort of calamity or disaster. It's, that's when we use our faith and a lot of times we run we we don't like the word trial. we don't like the word trouble we don't like the word test but that is how God shows us our own faith that's right and our own trust in him and he purifies us and he strengthens the core you know, you hear a lot of people talk about the core, yeah. Uh, in in the natural strength and in the core, well, the core of a Christian is their faith. And their faith. That's exactly right. And it's exactly. through the test. T- test that the core is strengthened because we trust in Jesus, and he le- he begins to reveal to us how much we love him and how much we trust him. In
2: everything that we do. We need that. That's right. We
0: need that strengthening.
2: Well, we all want testimonies, but we can't have a testimony unless we have a trial or a test. So mm-hmm. it's through those things that create those testimonies. And it's worship,
0: and it's worship in, those in those times. times. Right. That it, that worship is the most valuable to God. It's when he pauses and says, oh, oh, look at her. Yes. Look at oh, Yes, they're in a place of suffering and they are totally worshiping me right. and giving me praise. It literally causes God to pause and, and, and look towards your way. I want to just for a moment. I want to pray for you. Yes, yes. I want to pray for you. And then I want Pastor Steve to pray for you. Lord, I just thank you. That we are, you're giving us revelation on how to worship you with a deeper love, with a deeper commitment, and in every circumstance in our life, not just the mountaintops are we going to worship, but in the valleys low. When we're facing something that is troubling, we're going to worship you in the good times and in the bad times. And I just thank you, Lord, that the Spirit of worship and faith is saturating the airwaves right now and everyone that is listening is feeling your power and your ability god is just your ability to get infused in them and your strength is being infused into their bodies and god they're just worshiping you in the midst of their life in the midst of their blessing in the midst of their forward motion in the midst of their secret prayers in the midst right. of their sacrifice, God, they are worshiping you. We are worshiping you with our heart and our soul and our mind and our voice and our praise. Everything about our lives is honoring you, God, because you are great.
3: You, God, and you
2: are greatly to be praised. Pastor Cindy, would you pray? yes Lord we just thank you right now God I, I pray right now that, that your daughters and your sons would get up today and begin to exalt your name begin yes. to praise you begin to declare your goodness I ask you Holy Spirit to comfort them I ask you Lord to strengthen their faith today to believe you for the supernatural manifestation of your goodness in their life and that they would learn God in the midst of their struggle to praise you to honor you to give you true worship and to obey everything that you're asking them to do I I woke up this morning and the Lord said, turn, I have a book here by Ivan Tate and it's called Letters from God. And today's June 14th. And the Lord said, open it. And here, here's the word for today. I just, this is so good. Unexpected blessing. Yes. Because you keep your way pure and do those things that the word commands and you refuse to stray from the word. Your unexpected blessings will manifest themselves shortly. Because you recount my words with your lips, recount my words with your lips and the relevancy of my word. You will rejoice in your heart as one who finds great treasure because you daily give time to the word and are careful not to neglect it. I will give you revelation knowledge to change your world and expand your horizons. Long life And years of pleasure. Somebody needs to hear that today. Years of pleasure are in your future. Peace and rewards will come to you. You will be consumed with a desire for my word. It will go before you, breaking curses. All scorn and contempt are removed from you today. Mockers and slanderers lose their voice. And you stand untouched by evil. This will be your portion, says the Lord, yes. to live in unexpected blessings. So, Lord, yes. we just thank you, God, for your word today yes. and unexpected blessings coming to your children today, Father. I thank you, Lord, you're teaching us, God, how to worship. You're teaching us what true worship looks, looks like. You're teaching us how to declare your word and your promises. God, I just thank you, Lord, for strengthening your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. One more thing, Pastor Cindy,
0: that I was just, the Lord, reminded me about was when hannah yes was faced with being barren yes and uh the bible says that she was the most loved wife her husband loved her but she could not have any children and every year she would believe god to get pregnant she never did and she was consumed with grief right the other wife was tormenting, her. was tormenting her and making it worse and having children and it was just a mess. And uh it comes time to go to the, the temple to worship. The temple to worship. Right. And uh she she doesn't want to go. She tells her husband I I, I don't want to go. I'm I'm a woman that's sorrowful in spirit. I'm tormented I'm sad. I'm not going. And the Lord and her husband began to encourage her and to go so she went to the temple to worship right now this is when it was her greatest sacrifice
2: because she was barren
0: and because she didn't want to yeah, go and
2: she didn't want to go that's right but she gets right. to
0: the temple and she begins to pour her heart out before the lord, lord. And, and there's, there's a the priest, priest there, there who is maxlid he 's not even really right with god oh, that 's right he can't even discern that she's what's going, what's going on with her that she's praying because of the broken heart, and he accuses her of being drunk so, so she goes to the temple not really wanting to go, go. Right. pours out her heart before God. the priest does not have discernment to even recognize what's going on with her no. and then she tells the priest no i 'm not drunk i'm a wife of i'm a wife of sorrowful spirit i I'm barren. I need a baby. And this priest prophesies and says, you'll have a baby next year. Now this just goes to show you that God, God can use anybody when he wants to use them. That's exactly right. And he used this priest to prophesy the word of the Lord to her. And a year later, she, she's she's she got a baby in her arms. It's the sacrifice of praying. Right. That unlocks your destiny. That's right. It's the obedience to God's voice that is our greatest worship. And it will many times go counter uh, intuitive to what you feel. Uh, intuitive to what so you feel. So that's exactly. When God instructs you something, God instructs something and you don't necessarily, feel, don't necessarily like feel like it, like that, it. Means, that nothing. means nothing. God's instruction, God's will, instruction will open up, up the windows of heaven. That's right. That's right. Um, That's right. I want to take some time take here, some time here and, and we're going to, we're prophesy, going to prophesy over, over some, some of the some names, names that God that has God given us given. Um, that many uh, of you uh, signed, on signed on, and Pastor and Cindy, if I'm giving the word and you feel I'm something from that person for as well, sure. just um, step, step right in. Um, the first person I want to pray for, and I hope that you're logged on to hear this, is uh, Linda Berry. And I hear Romans 12 and 2. The word, the word, the word. The word is what's going to heal you. The Lord is sending healing to your spirit through the word. He wants to renew your mind. And if you will just begin to eat the word, Linda, there will be major healing take place in your heart your life, and your emotions. Uh, Amy Gidry, um I heard John 4 and 24 uh, that God is going to reveal spirit and truth to you. And in everything that you do, you need to ask God that you would be led by the spirit and that yes. it would line up with the truth of God's word. So God is going to Uh, expand and reveal spirit and truth to you, Uh, John 4 and 24. So ask God, reveal reveal your truth, truth and let me be led by the Spirit Spirit of God. He is going to increase your sensitivity and your ability to discern and make godly decisions.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Uh,
0: Jimmy Gonzalez. I hear that the Lord is calling you to a deep prayer life. Prayer is the key that unlocks heaven over your life. Living in the perspective and under the, the realm of God's open heaven will be done through prayer. God is calling you to deep intercessory prayer, and through that, Heaven will be unlocked to you and your family. I see things breaking off, generational curses breaking off. I see clarity of mind and vision being restored to you.
2: Pastor Cindy, you got a couple? Yes, I do. I have a word for Copal. Uh, Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. So couple, the word of the Lord to you is to be still and let the Lord fight your battle. And you fight in prayer and in worship and in the word. As you do that, God is going to supernaturally begin to move uh, walls and things that you've been coming up against and the spirit over your family. You're going to see some great victory. So Exodus 14, 14, go and begin to declare that word over your, your life and your family. Uh, Ashley from Folsom, California, Isaiah 40 and 29, he gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases their strength. Yes. So I see the Lord today, Ashley, increasing your strength. And he's increasing and anointing over your life as you worship him and stay in his presence. He's going to begin to show you some supernatural things that he wants you to do. But you must stay in his presence and allow him to inundate you and strengthen your faith and strengthen your spirit. There's been a season of uh, real adversity come against your life. But I see the Lord breaking through like many waters over you and over your family in Jesus' name. Okay, I have a word for Carolyn from Hockley, Texas, Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen you, yea, I will help you, yea, I I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. So I see the Lord just holding you up. He's just holding you up. You're like, I'm not sure if God's even got me right now. Yes, he does. He's holding you yes. up with his right hand of righteousness. I see him holding you and just embracing you and loving you and showing you how good he is to you. Stand yes. still. Stand firm. Yes. Do not be shaken by what you see and allow holy spirit to hold you and lift you up into his presence also i have a word for allison in texas isaiah 54 let me turn to that just real quick some of these i couldn't write down i was getting them so fast hang on a second isaiah 54 and it's verse 10 for the mountain shall depart and the hills be removed But my kindness shall not depart from from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, says the Lord that has mercy on you. God is so with you. He loves you and he cares about every little detail of your life even the things that you have not spoken about that are secret between you and the Lord, the God is going to begin to lift those dreams out of your heart and begin to exalt them and give them a place of ministry. So I encourage you today, stay in his presence, know that he is moving mountains on your behalf and on the behalf of your family. I bless you today in Jesus name. Then also, uh, Megan from humble. Okay. Okay. This is Isaiah. I hope you're listening. Isaiah 43. I love the word of the Lord. Isaiah 43 verse 2. This is for you Megan. This is for you Megan. When you pass, when you pass through the waters, I will be, I will with, you. be with you. And, and through, through the rivers, though sh- though they shall not they shall not overflow thee. When you walk through the fire, you'll not be burned neither shall the flame kindle upon me yes so regardless of what you're facing today Megan know this that even in the water in the fire regardless of what you're going through God is with you and he's fighting for you yes. and every dream and purpose and destiny yes. and plan of God that's been placed in your heart will come to pass what the Lord does desire from yes. you is to keep them number one Every day, get up and get in his presence. Get in his word. Make him first in everything you do. Make Jesus famous, Megan, and God will make you famous. He loves you so much. So I encourage you today, just stay true to his love. Know that he has loved you and embraced you before you were ever in your mother's womb. I bless you today in Jesus' name. Pastor Cowan.
0: Margie and David in New Bronzefield. Um, I want to give you Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Ask, seek, and knock. You've been through seven years of hardship, um, just tr- things that have happened that has caused uh, you worry and pain, but I see you entering into a major Transition of blessing, and you're going to enter into seven years of freedom and blessing and fruitfulness. And God is setting you up, He's setting your children up, He's setting you up for some of the greatest days of your life. I hear the Lord saying, Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Uh, this is the year of the open heaven, and yes. it, there's major transition coming for you. Things that you have prayed for are coming into full fruition. Rosa, in poor author, Isaiah 58 and 8, your healing shall spring forth. God God is is healing healing you, Rosa. God is healing you, Rosa. Stephanie, Montgomery, Texas, Philippians 4 and 7, God is blanketing you with peace. He is blanketing you with peace and faith. You are entering into victory because God is showing you how to fight. And you fight the good fight of faith through trust, peace, and allowing God to work on your behalf. Kathy Scott, LaPorte, Philippians 4 and 7. Um, uh, God is uh, springing forth great victory and he's protecting you, Kathy. He is protecting yes. you. He has assigned his angels to protect you. Yes. He is building you up on the inside. He is strengthening the core of your spirit. Yes. He is strengthening your faith, and he is making the crooked places straight for you, in Jesus' name. Jennifer, um, Portland, Oregon. I hear Luke eleven and nine. Keep knocking. Keep seeking. Know that God is going before you and making yes. every crooked place straight. There is no enemy that you face that God doesn't, God doesn't have the ability to wipe them all over like you're an ant or a molehill. Yes. God is fighting the battle for you. Just, Just worship, worship Him in the, in the midst. Um, um, Amy, Spring Hill, um, Tennessee. Amy, John God, says God says peace peace the storm, storm is storm over. is over four four thirty nine God thirty nine God says the storm is, is oh four Mark four Tracy. and thirty nine uh, Ma- Mesa Arizona uh, Ma- Mesa, Tracy, no. Arizona um, Tracy, do so, what God uh, says. Do what God says. Proverbs 3, Proverbs 3, 5-6. He is, directing, he is your path, directing your path. And though it may seem it may crazy, crazy, God, God is, is in, in it. it. Follow his lead. Follow God's lead. Amen. Amen. Joellen, Birmingham, Alabama. I want you to read the story of Deborah in judging. She started... Under her palm tree, God built her ministry in the place that he set her. God does not want you to run or to seek anything that is not him. He wants to build you in the place that he planted you. And in his building, he's preparing you for what you will do. You have great anointing and great abilities. You are a seer. But don't leave your palm tree. Tiffany, Portland, um, I hear the Lord saying that you've been in a cave of preparation. You felt like that you, um, you felt times where you were lonely. But God has been teaching you to trust him. He is preparing you like he prepared King David in in the cave of isolation. With just a few great men, God built him before he brought him to the place to fight Goliath. You will soon fight Goliath, and God will promote you before all men in Jesus' name. BK, uh, Hartsville, Alabama. Alabama, you, you are, are a, a prayer warrior. warrior. You have built up a prayer memorial. There is open heaven over you, and your church and your husband will receive great blessing this year because of the sacrifice of prayer that you have given unto the Lord. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Great blessing is already yours, and the windows of heaven are opened up over y'all's lives. Linda, Linda Gresham, Shorten. Oregon, Goliath, Goliath is, is coming, coming down. down. Stand, Stand up, up with, with your sling and your, your five stones. stones. You may feel it. but don't be, but afraid, don't be a afraid of sling, girl. Plane, girl. Goliath, Goliath is coming is down. down. Carrie, Carrie uh, Crouttsdale, uh, worship, worship is the key to freedom. freedom. Worship, worship is the key, key to, your to your freedom. Get,
2: Get up, up every day, day and worship, worship God for victory.
0: victory. Yes. You will see victory in the next yes. nine days. Yes. God is moving on yes. your behalf. Yes, yes. Erica, Rosenberg, Oregon. God is your lawyer and your defender. He has gone into the courtroom and he has. He is acquitting and stopping the plans of the enemy. You will see great victory, says the Lord.
2: Charles and Stacy from Virginia, Isaiah 61 and 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He sent me to bind up, the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound. I see you rising up and preaching and declaring the gospel everywhere you go, that God is going to raise you up in your community. You're going to begin to bind up the brokenhearted. I see you going into your city and and going to the lowest of the low, the poor, the needy, those that are destitute, and you binding their wounds, you finding a way to meet their need and as you do that, God is going to be able to save, heal, and deliver people. And God's going to use your lives in a powerful way to bring glory and honor to mm-hmm. Jesus. Just trust Him, lean on Him, and listen to His voice. Be led by prayer and by the Word of God. All right, uh, Jessica out of Oklahoma, uh, James 1 and 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. I see the Lord giving you supernatural wisdom to make the decisions that you need to make for your future. And it's going to come as you get in his presence and in his word. He's going to begin to wake you up in the middle of the night with his plan and his design and his purpose for you. Uh, Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Do not quit. Uh, You've been facing a lot of uh, fear. And, but God, I see the Lord just completely stripping fear from you as you begin to worship and yes. get in the Word of God. And He's going to give you wisdom keys to move forward in your faith. I bless you today in Jesus' name. Uh, Jackie from Oregon, 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven will... Yeah heal their their sin and will heal their land. Jackie, I see the Lord raising you up as an intercessor. You're going to begin to pray prayers of heaven. I even see you being translated in the spirit through prayer to other nations and you'll begin to pray and walls of division will come down and nations will be open in a day to the gospel of Jesus Christ because of your prayers, Jackie. So keep seeking the Lord. Don't stop. Do not despise small beginnings. What God's starts in a small way that has a way of uh Of of maturing to something really great in the spirit, do not look at numbers. Look at what you see in the natural. Know in the spirit, God is making your prayers great, Jackie. You're a great intercessor, honey. You hear the word of the Lord, so begin to speak what you hear in prayer. I bless you today, Jackie. Rise up and seek the Lord. Amen. 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 Pastor Cow. Tammy, Baytown. I hear the Lord saying, saying "He will build
0: you up. Build you up in Uh, you feel, uh, you feel uh, drained uh, drain and overwhelmed, and but I hear, but the, I hear Lord the Lord saying, saying, come to me, Timmy, come to me, it, come to me it, find the second place, it, and he's going to build, build you, you up, it, he's going to build going you up, it, up it, in, a very in a very strong, strong and, powerful and powerful way. way. Um, um, also, Savannah, go, tall, go Texas, Texas. I hear transition, Texas, transition, transition. Do not do fear. fear God is taking you through a transition, that you will find a transition a green space, space a, field a field of rest. Of rest. Uh, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Baker, Baker, Texas, you are a you woman, are a woman of, God. of God. You have a call, call of God on, God, your, God on your life. Uh God, uh, God wants uh, uh, to build, to build history, history, history with you, Jennifer. He has been, been calling you and been wooing you, wooing you into a place of total, of total concentration, concentration and, prayer. and prayer. The, hand, the hand, of God God prayer. hand of God is to preach and teach the gospel. The hand of God is on to All do you, great exploits, great it's, always, it's been always been you, Jennifer. It's always, always, Jennifer. It's always, always, Jennifer. Calling you, I'm, I'm calling you, calling you, Jennifer. Call, 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 God has, yes. has plans for you. Plans for you. Yes. I see you seeing freedom. freedom Overwhelming, I see I teaching, see teaching and preaching the word of God. God. I see pride crowd of the world doing great exploits. It's always been you, Jennifer. I hear the Lord say the hand of God is on you, Jennifer. Yes. It's
2: always been you. Jennifer, you fight for justice. You are a woman who rises up and fights for justice. You will speak for those who can't speak for themselves. You will not be afraid to say what God says. Rise up, Jennifer, and follow the call of God on your life. Whitney yes. Walker,
0: no, no weapon formed against you will prosper. God is fighting the battle for you, Whitney. Stand still yes. and see the glory yes. of you. Great victory yes. is yours. Yes. And the faith yes. is being built yes. in you. God will use that faith. We, we go from God faith to faith, and from victory and to victory. victory. God is building yes. your faith Woo. for great exploits. Yes. You are called of God. I bless you, Whitney. Matthew and Jessica in Highland. I hear hear the Lord say, consecration and total worship is the key to abundance. God is calling you to to a place of consecration. And the Lord is saying, will you allow me to come to life? And through through that that submission submission to Christ, Christ, you will will see see much abundant 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 life 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 given to
2: you in Jesus' name.
0: Lord, I just thank you for uh, this. We're going we're gonna to conclude this. Uh, I just thank you for this amazing uh, group of men and women that have uh, been with us today. I pray supernatural blessings. Blessing. Lord, we oh, just declare the blessing the of the Lord, Lord over BPN Radio. Radio. We will, we will see, see you next week. God bless, God bless you. And God I pray, pray that uh, you will just experience the blessing and the strength of the Lord today. The the Lord. In Jesus' name, we'll see you next week.
1: For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.